0: Welcome to the Success Sensei podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur and investor, Robert DeVan. Bowing in, this is Roundhouse Rob, the Success Sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Episode 279, Gambling Versus Calculated Risk. It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. Gambling versus calculated risk. What's the difference? Well, we'll start off with gambling first of all. And gambling is taking risky action in the hope of a desired result. So playing games of chance for money are to better stake something of value with consciousness of risk and hope of gain on the outcome of a game or a contest or an uncertain event whose result may be determined by chance or accident or have an unexpected result by reason of the better's miscalculation. Did you get all that? Right, let's talk about calculated risk and what's the definition of a calculated risk. Well, a calculated risk is a carefully considered decision that exposes a person to a degree of personal and financial risk that is counterbalanced by a reasonable possibility of benefit. Assessing whether or not a risk is worth it involves careful cost-benefit or risk versus reward analysis. Now, if you listen to both of those definitions, they are kind of fairly similar. There can be a fine line between the two they are written different and there's different words in both. I've took the, took the definitions from different, uh, different sites and different definitions and different uh, dictionaries. So they're written differently, but ultimately they sort of kind of mean the same thing. There can be a very grey area between gambling and gambling calculated risk taking and um, so let's break it down a little bit further so that you're very clear how you wish to proceed and how you wish to be spending your time your energy and your money what are the three types of gamblers when well, you have the professional gambler the social gambler and the problem gambler. And it's easy to go from one to the other. The professional gambler, if you're not already a professional gambler or you're not investing a lot of time in becoming one, that's not an easy skill to acquire. The social gambler just likes it for a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of social activity. And the problem gambler is somebody that loves the gamble, loves the process of gambling. Gambling activates the brain's reward system in much the same way that a drug does. So it's dopamine we're talking about. Dopamine production is higher in pathological gamblers. So that's definitely one to be wary of. What type of people take calculated risk? Now, I know you're going to hear this and you're going to think I'm very biased, but you do the, do the Google search yourself and you'll see. You, you do a Google search for what type of people gamble and um, see what you come up with, and do a Google search for what type of people take calculated risks. This is what I came across. Entrepreneurs, business people, investors, successful people. That kept coming up over and over again when you try to figure out, and you do a search for what type of people take calculated risks. Successful people kept coming up. So there's absolutely a difference in the profile or the suggested profile of the type of people that gamble and the type of people that take calculated risks. A lot of calculated risk takers love the successful outcome and not necessarily the actual process or the actual risk. The risk is a means to an end. With calculated risk taking, it's all about balancing emotion with logic. Fear can cause you to overestimate risk, and lack of fear can cause you to underestimate risk. So I think as well, what we'll do is for the next bit, we'll, we'll break down examples of gambling and examples of calculated risk taking, so we know exactly what we're talking about. Examples of gambling, lotteries, card games, sport betting, Casino games, slot machines, online betting. Examples of calculated risk starting a business, applying for a new job or position, investing, reskilling, or retraining. So, this is where the grey area lies. Do some gambles pay off? Yes. Do some calculated risks spectacularly fail? Yes is some gambling um closer to calculated risk taking yes ie we already had a, a brief discussion about professional gamblers and um, do some calculated risk takers also gamble uh, yes think the uh, the businessman who's already made um his money um taking you know deciding to spend some of his time gambling are being prepared to to lose some of it knowing that there's plenty there in the pot. So which one do you think has better odds? Which one, gambling or calculated risk-taking? Which, which one do you think is better odds? Which one do you have a better chance of a favorable outcome? As I said, unless you're a professional gambling gambler and unless you think you could become a professional gambler, you already know the answer to that one. So if you had limited time, limited energy, and limited money, which you do have, all of us have, which would you concentrate on? If you had limited time, energy, and money, what would you concentrate on? Would you concentrate on gambling or would you concentrate on you know calculated risk? Gambling for entertainment is fine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't every so often take a punt for entertainment for social reasons. Yes, perfectly fine, as long as it doesn't become more than that, unless your intention is to be a professional. But you're then... It can be a job or a business, so it is actually more of a calculated risk. Due diligence and homework are required when ad- analyzing a calculated risk. But the thing about calculated risk-taking to beware of is the analysis paralysis. When all is said and done, you'll need to be able to pull the trigger on a decision. Doing all that homework, you know, really working on a deal and then actually not knowing um, what decision to take and are not taking action on that decision would de- is definitely a downfall of, you know, calculated risk analysis. And finally, a risk isn't really a risk if you cannot lose. It's nice to be able to do a deal that you know you will win, but you only really grow when you stretch your risk and the outcome isn't certain. It's kind of like a fighter. It's nice to fight people who you know you can definitely beat, but you only really get to know yourself and what you're capable of by taking on tougher opponents. You'll also gain more respect from others for rising to and taking on larger challenges, and who knows where you'll end up. You must be in it to win it. What's your path? Thank you for listening. I'm Roundhouse Rob, the Success Sensei. Life is a fight you can enjoy and win. Bowing out. This has been the Success Sensei, fighting the winning fight. So add us, subscribe, like, and comment. Keep those hands up and keep moving forward.